Hello and welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. In this episode, I'm going solo and I'll be talking about how you can find fulfillment in your career by sharing a framework and some ideas that are going to help you on this journey, as well as some actions that you can take and start taking right away to get on the path to fulfillment in your engineering career. I'm your host, Jeff Perry. I'm the founder of More Than Engineering, and this is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Before we get started, I just want to mention that this is a free show and our sponsors help us to keep it free. So I would now like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, Washington State University. Washington State University's Engineering and Technology Management Master's Degree program is a perfect balance of technical and managerial education that helps prepare practicing engineers for managing projects, people, and organizational systems. As one former student noted, the knowledge that I gained from the ETM program helped me become a more competent, confident engineer and manager. The program greatly impacted my career and has been a key element in my continued success. You can learn more about the engineering management profession and program at etm.wsu.edu or email them at etm.wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. Now let's jump right in. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of the episode. As mentioned, today's episode, we're going to be talking all about career fulfillment. How do you find it? What does that look like? And does a dream job truly exist? So as we begin here, I just want to set the stage. I don't want to suggest that we're going to be able to, at the very start of your career, be able to come right out of college and jump right into doing exactly what seems like that dream job immediately. Career growth is a process. Now, what you can do, however, is accelerate this process by taking the right steps. So one of the ways to kind of frame this idea of career fulfillment and building a career, I really love that comes from the book called Designing Your Work Life. It's a book by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. Many of the engineers who are listening will like this analogy, thinking about how we build our careers It's a series of design experiments or prototypes. It's an iterative process. And so each step along the way of your career, you're running an experiment. You're creating a prototype and you're asking yourself, okay, with what I'm doing now, am I enjoying this? You're collecting data. Are you enjoying this? Are you utilizing your skills? How can you continue to improve the balance of the different areas of your life and what you're wanting to do and how this fits with your larger goals? Engineers have to iterate all the time, and some things work when we're creating designs, running analysis. Some things work, some things don't. Same thing's going to happen in your career. There are going to be times when you're going to fail or get into a situation that's not going to be a good fit. The idea is the same as when you are creating something as an engineer, to learn from that experience, collect the right data, and then use that data to make the best decision as we move forward. In the work that I do at More Than Engineering, I get to coach people all the time who come to me and say they want to make career change. And we talk about this idea of an intentional career transition. Now, when we're working on these career transitions or personal development, I noticed a pattern with a lot of people. There's a lot of things that people needed to work on over and over again 
And so I put it all together into what I call the next level engineering career formula. And if that's something that you're interested in learning a little bit more about, you're welcome to go see a full training on this formula that you can go grab at www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. Just a brief overview, there's three main phases to this, a foundation, a strategy, and then we have to move through the execution phase. When it comes to building a meaningful career, you simply can't do it without building on the right foundation. Just like for our civil engineers who are listening, when you're building a building or some sort of structure, you have to set up that strong, stable foundation that's going to last for a long time. The same thing is true in our own careers. We need to set up our own foundation. So that's actually, when it comes to career fulfillment, what I find that most people neglect. So it's what most people need to identify and work on. So that's actually what we're going to be focusing on most during this episode. So there are three main factors or pieces that we need to consider here with setting up a strong foundation for you. It starts with mindsets. Now, if you wanted to go learn more about some of my views on mindsets, we did a whole episode, Anthony and I, and the Engineering Career Coach podcast on episode 231. So that was a little over a year ago. So you can go check that out at towards the end of 2020. So if you want to go check out that old episode, that'd be a great in-depth look at some of the mindset ideas. But I want to give you a quick idea of why this is so important. Think about what mindsets are is kind of the lens through which you see the world. It's how you view yourself. It's how you view the people around you and the situations that come your way. And a great book recommendation I would have for you if you wanted to dive into a book is called Success Mindsets by Ryan Gottfriedson, who is a PhD researcher in the ideas of mindsets and leadership development and talks about four different areas of mindsets. The idea is that many times if we try and make a change in our lives, we sometimes prescribe behaviors that we need to change. So I need to start taking these actions. I need to eat differently and I need to exercise differently if I want to lose weight or get more in shape or something. If I want to make a career change, I need to start networking with these people, or I need to update my resume, or I need to be applying for this many jobs, whatever that is. We start prescribing the activities and the actions we need to take, and we neglect what we actually believe about ourselves through that process. And if we do that, a lot of times, even if we try and start making those changes, we revert right back to where we were before. It's kind of like having your foot on the gas pedal and your foot on the brake at the same time. That if you haven't changed your mindsets, behavior change that you're trying to make is probably not going to last and be sustained over time. We need to gain awareness of our thinking patterns, our beliefs about ourselves, if we're going to be successful. Just to give one example when it comes to career fulfillment. A lot of times people will think about, hey, what's in it for me? What do I need to be doing to unleash the passion and the interest that I have. But I found that one of the things that actually helps us enjoy our careers even more is taking a mindset of trying to serve and help other people. So even if you're in a career in a company right now, instead of asking all the questions and just considering, okay, what do I need to be doing differently that's going to help me enjoy my career right now, asking questions of other people and considering How could I potentially help them? And if we can 
But it's just one way that if we shift to, to serving and helping other people, we get some positive results out of that. Then suddenly our satisfaction and our fulfillment and our engagement in our career and the work that we do, it changes. So it's just one little bit of a mindset shift to move from an overly selfish look of things to looking at how you can serve other people, which actually in the end is going to benefit you. You're going to be more successful. You're going to have more results. People are going to recognize that and you're going to enjoy yourself more because you're doing that out of service to other people. That's kind of the beginnings of this foundation is we need to set up the right mindset and become more aware of these things. Part of it is just it's so hard to recognize some of these mindsets and thought patterns in ourselves. And so we might need the help or perspective of other people to recognize that and be willing to make some of those changes, which can be hard to do, but they're so worth it. So the second factor we're going to talk about here when it comes to setting up this foundation is getting career clarity. What does career clarity mean and what does it not mean? Sometimes when people are like, okay, I want to know what I want to do with my life. I want to get clarity with what this is. They think it's going to be like this treasure map where X marks the spot and they have every step marked along the way of where they're going to go in their career. I'm going to do this next and then in a couple years I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then eventually I'm going to reach this end goal. That may be possible for some people. Again, going back to this idea that this is an iterative process. So it's really hard to map out every single step along the way for the rest of your career, even 10 or 20 years out, let alone forever, if you're trying to do that. But sometimes it feels so daunting to do that that many engineers then go too far the other way and they get stuck in analysis paralysis and therefore they don't take any action. They don't make any changes and they just get stuck. And I don't want either of those to be true for you. So I want to give you a couple different ways to think about what does career clarity really look like? A couple different analogies. First of all, one way to think about it is placing a North Star. What's this North Star that is a set of goals, values, interests, and passions, things you want to explore that is at least going to help you chart the direction? And even if there's a wavy path along the way, you're open to new opportunities as they come that you might not have expected. But as long as they're still pointing you to the person that you want to become, that North Star, so that you can make sure that your career and your life is still headed in the right direction, that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is a set of filters of things that are very important to you or meaningful or values that you have that when you consider different opportunities or things as they come your way or you're weighing different options, you can run that through your filtering process and say, hey, does this meet the requirements of some of the things that are important to me? Now, that can be on a number of different levels as far as balance in your life. For some people living in a certain location, so they can be closer to family or interests is very important to them. For some people, the amount of time they spend at work, for some people, the type of products, or for some people, and in different points of your life, it could be, what do you want to be learning? Book recommendation I would have that would allow you to go a little bit deeper into some of the things that are most important to you and get some more career clarity is one by Dr. Clayton Christensen called How Will You Measure Your Life? And one of the great analogies he uses in the book, we do a lot of education for a lot of engineers, especially they'll go get at least a bachelor's, many a master's, some a PhD, and they'll go through a lot of school. But another way to look at it is we try and design and learn the appropriate skills that we need to learn in our lives to become who we want to become. Think about the schools of experience 
you need to go through. He uses an example of one person who wanted to become eventually a CEO of a great company. And he went to business school. But then he started, instead of taking some of the traditional business school paths, like going and getting a consulting role, he decided, I wanted to learn how to work in very stressful, difficult situations and understand how people with boots on the ground go through some of the challenges. And so he worked in a very remote facility in a mining situation where it was long hours it was difficult work environment, and he wanted to utilize and grow those skills within himself because he knew he would need to be able to deal with a lot of really difficult challenges as a CEO and recognize that that could be a school of experience that this person could learn from and grow from. So that's just one example. I want you to consider what are the schools of experience or the things that you might need to learn to become the person that you want to become as you move through the next phase of your career and forward to who you eventually want to become even further on in your life. If you want some more tools on how to get more of this career clarity, I've actually created something for you. You can go grab called the Engineer's Career Clarity Checklist. You can go grab that at www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com slash career dash clarity. The third piece that we're going to talk about here today to build that strong career foundation and, and take it to the next level is personal branding. Personal branding, I feel, is something that gets talked about a lot, but it's become something that's sort of nebulous to a lot of engineers, especially. And here's one way to think about it. It's about connecting and actually being able to communicate who you are and what you bring to the table and what makes you different. So think about it this way. The people who are very close to you in life, maybe your close family and friends, they know a lot about you. They know who you are. They know about what you do in your professional life. They know about who you are personally and some of the hobbies and the other interests you are because they know you. They spend a lot of time with you. Personal branding is about you having the responsibility to be able to communicate to other people who might not know you to help them get to know you and what you bring to the table. One way to do this and build a personal brand that stands out is identifying and being able to tie in and communicate something that's called a genius zone. A genius zone is an area that is unique to you or something that you're building that really makes you strong or unique. So, for example, someone might have a particular interest in mechanical engineering but they also have an interest in software and robotics. And so some of the things that they're able to do might be different than the run-of-the-mill mechanical engineer because they've built other skills. But even adding one more layer, maybe they've also done some work in marketing or media production. And so they can present ideas of designs and, and things they've done differently than an engineer who hasn't done some of those more creative tasks. This combination of things then becomes a genius zone. So if you want to go identify your genius zone, one way to do that is to make a list of all of the skills and the interests that you bring to the table. And this could be professional things and some of those skills and softwares, hardwares, technology analysis that you can do. A lot of those things that engineers learn, but also some of the soft skills that you bring to the table, maybe public speaking, your ability to communicate, your ability to present your ability to have empathy and really care about other people, those things too. And then also some of your more personal interests, hobbies and other things that are interested. And then look at that whole list. See, first of all, where do you like really light up and get interested and excited? 
where does that passion really start to bubble up, which could be exciting. And then also see if there are combinations of those things that can provide unique value. Not every combination could necessarily be something that would be valuable in the marketplace or in a job role, but you can also get creative in considering how those things could be applied. And then if you can utilize that understanding of a genius zone, then suddenly you can communicate that and how you're different. We talk about many engineers are wondering, how do I separate myself when there are so many engineers out there? It's a competitive market, all these things. Well, if you can recognize, understand, identify, and communicate that you have this genius zone that you're able to deliver on, then suddenly you're able to communicate that you're not just a civil engineer or a mechanical engineer. You're someone who has these other breadth of skills. For an example of my own genius zone and how genius zones develop over time, right, because we continue to have different experiences and gain different skills. If you would have told me five years ago that I would have been doing coaching and training for engineers, I wouldn't have thought that that was true. I just wouldn't have have seen that as a path for me. I had done a few different things in engineering. Thus far, I had a mechanical engineering degree. I'd gone into manufacturing. I hadn't even started into a master's or an MBA yet, which I did later. And I was still trying to figure out where I wanted to go in my career. But it was about four and a half years ago that I had the opportunity to start doing mindset training and development inside of my own company. And I got to expand that training to the entire company. And I got to do some one-on-one coaching. I got to do some group facilitation. And this unlocked some things for me that I recognized that I really loved. It was then a few years later as I got into that, developed some more of those skills, that I recognized that I had this opportunity to combine the training and the coaching work that I really loved to do, that I had some passion for, and I loved seeing the transformation that people went through, and the engineering background where I had a wide breadth of engineering experience. I'd done mechanical, I'd interact with civil, I'd done software, I'd done manufacturing and, and different things so that I could bring that together into a different sort of work, which has now become what I do with more than engineering and partnering with great companies like the Engineering Management Institute. This combination that became a genius zone that very few people have, a similar combination that I have, which allows me to deliver unique value to the people, to the engineers and the technology professionals that I serve. If you want to practice sharing your genius zone or your personal brand, one of the best ways you can do that is to share it on LinkedIn. It's pretty low-hanging fruit as far as where people can find you. You can share links. You can describe who you are in your about section. You can create a headline. You can show some photos and some other media in there. It's a great place for people to find you and for you to connect with other people. Many engineers struggle with what to do with LinkedIn. So if you feel like you need help and sharing your personal brand out there on LinkedIn, happy to share a free resource, LinkedIn profile guide to optimize your profile. You can go grab it, www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com slash LinkedIn dash guide. If you want to go check that out and upgrade your LinkedIn profile. We've talked about a lot of different things. Talked about career fulfillment, what it really means, and how you need to set up your foundation right. Your mindset, getting career clarity so you know where you're headed and you can filter through the opportunities and experiences that come your way. And building a personal brand so you can communicate who you are and what you bring to the table at every step along the way. Now, this is hard to do alone, but I would highly recommend that you get some help. And so if anyone wants to talk about how you can do this more intentionally, you can feel free to reach out to me 
on LinkedIn. We'll have a conversation about this. Perhaps can even help you accelerate the process for you. Thanks so much for listening. At this point, we're going to transition into the Take Action Today segment of the show, where I'm going to share one more final action you can take to create a fulfilling career. We'll be right back. Now I would like to recognize our sponsor for today's episode. ASME, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers, promotes the art, science, and practice of multidisciplinary engineering and allied sciences around the globe. Becoming a member and joining the ASME community is the most important connection a current or future mechanical engineer can make. ASME members can engage with various ASME local sections. Student sections represent ASME at university and college campuses globally. Professional sections are ASME local chapters. Each ASME member is assigned to a local section based on their geographic location. For those MEs studying for the PE exam, ASME offers member discounts on prep courses through our PE exam passpoint program with the Engineering Management Institute. We also offer our mentoring services to help you build relationships for both mentors and mentees. To find out more about ASME and what membership can do for you, check us out on www.asme.org. Welcome back to the Take Action Today segment of the show. Today I want to leave you with one simple action that you can take to really move towards more career fulfillment. And it's as simple as this. Find a mentor or coach who can help you along the way. Designing a career and a life that brings more fulfillment is not something that you can likely do on your own. You need support and help to move through the challenges that you will face. You need someone to help you stay accountable to your goals and the things you're trying to achieve, the person you're trying to become, and help you accelerate your progress and see opportunities and things you might not be able to see. Mentors can help you get out of your own head and give you insights and strategies that you need to be more successful. We all need them, so feel free to reach out to me if you feel like I can help. And there's other great people like Anthony and many other great coaches and mentors. There's people inside your company, outside your company. All those different perspectives can help you grow and develop and accelerate the process toward designing and creating a life that you're excited about. So please, please, please find mentors and coaches who can help you along the way. Thanks so much for listening or watching today. If you're interested, here's some of the links again if you want to go check them out. My main website, if you want to see all the free resources that I've got, you can go to www.more-than-engineering.com. That training on the full idea of the next level engineering career formula, you can go get it, www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. The career clarity guide, you can get it, engineeringcareeraccelerator.com slash career-clarity, and the LinkedIn guide you can grab at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com slash LinkedIn-guide. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. You can go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you'll find a summary of the key points we discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books that we mentioned. And don't forget to check out our upcoming live webinars for this month at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Additionally, for any engineers who feel like they want to take the next career step, I've created some free training resources with an opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information 
at www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.